What's up, man? Not much. How you feeling? Cool, man. Cool, brother. Trying to figure out why my co-hosts don't like talking to the people, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's how, man. <laughs> what you mean, don't like talking to the people? <laughs> you don't like talking to the people. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, D-Tay, let's get on the podcast. Let's do the podcast. So, so time, like, all right, bet, cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then time hit, like, I got to go to now, Africa. Like, bro, why, why you want to go Africa now, bro? <laughs> We was leaving the mom's house, man. We had to go get some wings. Went to go get some buffalo wild wings. Oh, for real? That's, so yeah. she ordered wings? Yeah, so we was literally driving driving from my mama's and uh, decided as we were halfway there to get wings, and that took like 40 minutes. Yeah, buffalo wild wings take forever. Then they try to shortstop you on wings. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they don't give you 10 wings. You got to get nine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what type of odd stuff is that, bro? Yeah, and, then, I mean? and then they charge you a full $10 for nine wings, yeah. Exactly. So it's like a dollar six or whatever, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A dollar ten for a wing and they little wings. wings. Buffalo wild wings get on my nerves. I like their wings. You get the drums and you get the flats. <laughs> I'm a drum guy, you know what I'm saying? Nah. But I mess around eat the flats. Like the reason why we do drums is see eating food, especially good food, is supposed to be an experience. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Like it's not just the flavor and everything like that. It's like how you do all of that stuff. All that stuff matter with food. So with the drum, I can literally take one hand, eat the entire, eat all the meat off the bone. You know what I'm saying? It's convenient. It's accessible, and it's uh-huh. easy, and it's good. With the with the flat. I need both hands. You have to eat the flat with both hands. You know no, what I'm saying? Because if you don't, yes, you do. Because you're gonna miss out on meat if you if you don't. Like it's meat. So like if you just eat on the outside, it's still meat on the inside. Like you have to push it out with your tongue and everything like that. So like you literally gotta break it <laughs> apart. You know what I'm saying? To get all yeah. the meat out of it. It's just a lot of work, bro. Like you know, I see my wife eating a crab leg the other night, and I'm like, <laughs> that's just a lot of freaking work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. Why you have to work that much for food? So, like, when you have to work that hard for food, it just it takes away from the experience, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. So, I like the drums better. The drums, man. Now, I got to get the flats, bro. The flats got the crispiness. The, bro, it just got everything. The drum got the crispy. <laughs> the drums got the crispy. I'm trying to play the drum like... <laughs> Like that ain't crispy. A little, you know little, drum, little drummer boy over here. Nah, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. What you mean, man? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, nah, they got the crispy. They like, like drums ain't crispy or something. You disrespectful. Yeah, they they crispy in only one part, though. What you mean? Like, all the meat is at the top of that bad boy. And that's where you get all the meat. And then everything else. I don't understand what you're saying, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all crispy. So, with the flat, it's just like, it's hard to say. It's just crispy all over. You got that crispy skin. Nah, man. And, you making stuff up. Just and, trying to, I don't know. And on the drum, <laughs> and on the drum, they just got the, they got the crispy gristle. That's all. Heck no, man. Make sure you clip this out. You know what I'm saying? We'll ask the people. <laughs> we'll act now. You know what I'm saying? Like make a little clip of. We'll ask the people. Drums or flats? And I really want to know what the people say. Yeah. Some people are crazy like you though. You know what I mean? And out and we'll <laughs> talk about some crispier. Ain't nothing. <laughs> no, it's a lot more work. You like to work? You 
work some water, not harder, bro. Yeah. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, man. I do work on on the flats where I don't know what you're talking about with two hands. So you you telling me you can eat a whole flat, a whole flat, bro, with one hand, Jimmy? Jimmy? Yeah, I want to see. I, I want to see that. I, I want to see that. Yeah, we gonna have to. You gonna have to post that. I want to see you eat. Uh, uh, so, matter of fact, right now, bro, you got the wings. <laughs> Yo, make sure you when you won the flats, you tape it, and I want to yeah, see. I, I need proof. I need proof. I, I had Jamis recorded. I got you. Yeah, bro, that's what's up. So you got the wings cracking. Uh, yeah, man, we went and got ice cream today with the kids. Oh, um, man, where you get where you get ice cream from? Well, we got Andy's around the corner from us, so it's easy, it's accessible, it's, it's pretty good mm-hmm. ice cream. It's not really like they, they call it concrete or custard. Yeah, you know what I mean. I really don't know the difference, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we normally hit Andy's up. My wife, she refused. She liked Dairy Queen. She normally get the Andy's, but she wanted she wanted um she wanted Dairy Queen, so she she rocking with the Dairy Queen and yeah. So uh, that's what we had going on with us our way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell me, yep, tell yep, me, yep. tell me nobody, tell me nobody got the James Brownie. The James Brownie from Andy's? Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of it, bro. That That's great. Nobody got it. I remember flashback, me and Jamie's first time going to Andy's and I had a free treat. She ruined my life with that James Brownie. It was nothing but fudge and melted ice cream and brownies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fudge, melted ice cream and brownies. So it wasn't no good. You didn't like it? Nah, not for the free treat, man. That really. <laughs> that really <laughs> uh, my daughter, she uh, she likes the the uh, brownie Sunday thing. Uh, oh, she got the, like with the with the marshmallow. I don't know. No, it's brownies and ice cream and fudge. But it uh, sounds like it changed brownie to me. But <laughs> that ain't what they call them. <laughs> uh, tell her next time she got to get it with marshmallow on it. With marshmallow, yeah, she ain't she ain't about all that extra stuff. Like she the type you get her a burger from McDonald's, you got to get it plain, no ketchup, mustard, none of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she don't like sauces and stuff like that. So mm. yeah. Now, so man, like when you cook your stuff, you do a lot, a lot of sauces and stuff like that, though, don't don't you? Uh, if I make it myself, it just depends on how I season it. Cool. So what you saying? I said I was gonna say we was gonna get on the episode, man. Um, would you watch the Project Eleven with Alex Smith? No, I ain't watch it. You ain't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing. Yeah, I watched it. Oh, man. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, so man. How did it make you feel? Man, I feel so bad about all the stuff that I talked about Alex Smith ever in life, bro. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah. you talk bad on Alex Smith. Like he's a bum. You know what I'm saying? Like we got better. For- like, you know what I'm saying? Not above, like you just average. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Alex Smith, ah, we need somebody better. And I just, I just really talk bad about Alex Smith. Not, not that he wasn't a good player. It was just how reserved he was with the football. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, if you watch it, like even outside of the broken legs of how they, they kind of went into his path to becoming an NFL player. And I'm, and I'm looking, I'm like, Alex Smith was, wasn't he the number one draft pick? In which he number was. One. You know what I'm saying? But but like in high school, they was like, you know, he really did nobody, well, nobody even really checking for Alex Smith like that. You know what I mean? He kind of mm-hmm. got lucky, he went to Utah, and um, uh, came in with a new coach uh, like a year later, mm-hmm. and just eventually worked his way up. And that's that's what great coaching does. That's that's one thing that I I like. You know what I mean? Just how 
if you get up under good leadership, how that can change the entire tra- trajectory of your entire life. So when we talk about we talk about community sometimes. And just how important it is to get up under somebody that can mentor you and can teach you and can help give you strategies and guidance on uh, the way you do things in life and just make you that much of a better person. Because Alex Smith was Alex Smith the entire time. But once that leadership changed, how he went to like how he went from there, like this is nobody in in high school in the early years of his college to potential high-speed trophy trophy winners and the number one pick in a draft. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he was in the same draft with Aaron Rodgers and stuff like that. And it's like, and the only difference is, was the coaching. You know what I mean? And then I think about, like, even when he hit the NFL, uh, they weren't doing good. You know what I mean? Until Harbaugh came in there and just really understood who Alex Smith was, uh, played into his strengths, and really did amazing things with Alex Smith. You know what I mean? And that was awesome coaching. So that really spoke volumes to me, man, uh, that leadership piece. Go ahead. Nah, man, you still discrediting Alex Smith, man. I feel like because, bro, in the A, in that first four minutes, I was like, oh, man, all this stuff, I never talked on this, man. But now, Yeah, bro, I feel bad. He, he, he was super overlooked in high school, dude. He was like the best in, like, his state at quarterback, like, so he, so he was overlooked there. His coach, but they hit. said, yeah, they, they, that's what they, that's what I'm saying. Like they, he wasn't even a ranked high school player, but he had some nice little passes though in high school. Yeah, it looked like he had a stronger arm than now. But bro, yeah. the, only, <laughs> the only thing, the only thing that changed is he he went to Utah. His coach didn't know how to coach. Urban Meyer, and Urban Meyer molded it. But then when he got to when he got to the NFL, he said it, it was just his confidence. But I feel like. Throughout the whole, no, nah, because in the NFL, his early years weren't good either. You know what I mean? And stuff didn't change until Harbaugh came in there. Yeah, so the he, Niners, he got lucky and got he got lucky and got Urban Meyer. Then he got lucky and got Harbaugh. Now the Niners, the Niners was just trash when he got there. Definitely, but was nah. all the way trash. And it, part of it was they coaching. Well, yeah, but I feel like I feel like he showed a like a lot a lot of strength and like mental toughness and, and perseverance throughout the whole thing, though. Like, yeah. Like, through the injury, like, this dude was working to get back to the field, not knowing if that was going to be a thing. Like, they was talking about cutting off his leg or him possibly dying. That man almost died, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Alex Smith comes back to the NFL, I have to boycott the NFL for a little bit. You You got to boycott it? yeah, bro. Like we got, like yeah, we can't watch the NFL. If Alex Smith come back, especially looking at that. Like his legs still ain't normal. No. Like it was all lumpy. Like they took muscles out and put it in different spots and stuff like that, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, if he comes back, there's no way. If he comes back and makes a roster, I got to get an Alex Smith jersey and autograph. I got to get it. Man, bro, I cannot support the NFL <laughs> if they allow this man <laughs> to get back on that field, bro. Ain't no way, ain't no way, bro. You should be able to get back on that field. Maybe I seen too much. You know what I'm saying? And maybe I don't understand. I just feel like what happened to your leg already. Now that leg is, I, but bones come back stronger and they grow back stronger, bro. Mm-hmm. But I just got a feeling like it's just not like if that happens to his leg again, like they had to cut off other muscles to put on that leg. So now his legs ain't as strong as what they used to be because they lacking muscles trying to support. Another muscle, bro. So, you know so, what I'm saying? Like, so you saying just because that happened, you think he should just shut it down? But is is that the way of a true warrior, though? 
man, bro, you got to be wise about how you moving, bro. Nah. You almost, you did, he, he, he didn't just severely break his leg, which is a good enough reason to stop. He did not only almost lose his leg, bro, which is definitely a huge reason to stop, bro. The man almost lost his life. You know what I mean? Behind this, bro. And in repairing his leg, they had to take muscles from other parts of his bodies just to get his other part back to normal. Like to be a to be an NFL athlete, your your physical um, ability has you have to be has to be superior. You know what I mean? So like if somebody's taking muscles from other places, muscle will grow back, bro. But it takes a long time. So like. It's other areas in his body that's compromised now, bro. And I just feel like you can still be a part of the game. You can you can coach that game, man. Um, that's probably like the next best step, but it's not worth it. It's not. It's not worth it. Hey, he he get a ten out of ten in my book if he come back. I tell you. Mm-mm. Not- and I, I definitely I definitely respect him though. Oh, sure. Yeah. Hey, this this E60 definitely made me respect Alex Smith. I, I I definitely was the one like, nah, I can't wait. Like, we need to draft a quarterback. We need to draft a quarterback. Yeah, me too. Like, it's Alex Smith. Like, bang, boy, he can't get us over the hump. You know, honestly, I wasn't too, too hard on him, but I didn't have full confidence in Alex Smith. I just thought he was pedestrian. You know what I mean? I just thought he was just, just uh, you know. And now, If you look at it, man, he shifted two, two franchises. Two franchises. Three. What's the third he one? Three. The 49ers shifted after he got that coaching, bro. Like, they went from trash to, to being good. And uh-huh. he got hurt for one game. And they were in the Super Bowl later that year. You know what I mean? We, it was behind Kaepernick, but he was still nah, playing the team. He, and just Kaep- say, Kaepernick choked against Ray Lewis. The lights went out, remember? Yeah, no, I remember that. You know what I'm saying? But as far as helping the team get there, like, he was definitely – instrumental i'm sure and especially grooming because alex Smith's personality and that's another characteristic that i absolutely love about him is how he was he was so willing to give even to his competition you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying like that's that's like just a biblical christian characteristic to me you know what i mean like loving his enemies you know what i mean like if somebody's coming to put me out of house and home to take food from my kid's mouth he still Love those people, and he still gave advice to them. So the same way he did with with Pat Mahomes, I'm sure he he had a, a big part in Cap, Colin Kaepernick's mm-hmm. um, success. What's you know the- what I'm saying? So I definitely feel like he felt he did that with the 49ers. Uh-huh. He definitely did that with the Chiefs. And then when he was with uh, the Redskins, the Redskins weren't that hot, bro. You know what I'm saying? But they were they were contending for first place when Alex, they were like six and two when he was there. You uh, know what I'm saying? So I ain't see that shift. Then my bad. Yeah, like, like I, I feel like I feel like they were decent without him, you know what I mean. And then Alex Smith came and he had them boys rolling. He definitely, definitely was a professional and just understood how to win. Alex Smith knew how to win. It wasn't, it wasn't flashy, it wasn't fancy, but he knew how to win, which is not an easy thing to do, especially in the NFL, let alone life. Like he's still winning in life right now. Yeah, like, that E sixty definitely. He's winning his life right now. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like we would, he definitely could have went down as just Alex that Smith. guy, Alex yeah. Smith. And I feel like that just shifted the perspectives in, in the minds and the hearts of a lot of people that doubted uh, Alex Smith, the Chiefs fans, the 49ers fans. Uh, I don't know how Redskins really felt about him, but, yeah, I definitely feel like that shifted a lot. 
and how we see him. Oh yeah, I love his I love his grit, man. That's and that's that's what men do. Like that's that grit, that dog. Even when the world is against you, you know what I'm saying? Uh don't don't nobody believe in you in high in high school. He looked he looked like a little kid out there. I ain't gonna he lie. He did. But he was out there slinging that dope. He was throwing it. You know what I mean? And he got to Utah. And even at Utah, you know, Urban Wire was like he was skinny and just wasn't that athletic, you know, it seemed like decent arm talent. He, and he fought through that. And he got to the number one draft pick. How? How did like how did Alex do that? But he definitely made a way and he definitely made it happen. And and he did it the right way. I love that he did it the right way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing wrong with living life the right way. Like I love to see people who do things uh as professional as possible, as classy as possible. Um and with as much as uh, integrity as possible, win. You know what I mean? I feel like Alex Smith wins, especially after seeing that that documentary. And he had good contracts with all the teams with the, the forty with the Redskins. It was like four years, ninety million dollars. Like, mm-hmm. like, so like, yeah. So like to see him win on this, just in the hearts and the perspectives of people. Like that's one thing. That, that's one tough thing to do. Like once somebody got a uh, perceives you a ter- certain type of way, it's kind of hard to shift that man. And uh. So so, let he wins. So let's take it here. Go ahead. Um, how how would you break this down or make it relatable to everyday life of showing perseverance as as using Alex Smith's um, injury as a what is it a not a metaphor but basically a symbol of turmoil in life that you have to push through. Yeah, um, I mean that's simple, man. Um, like it's it's just it's just plug and play, really. Like you saw how in high school he didn't he was not the prospect everybody was looking at. You know what I mean? So perseverance is definitely one characteristic. His grit, um, his like I love. Yeah, I basically just just said it all. You know what I mean? Like no. you gotta ask questions and everything I just said. No, I'm saying but yeah, like. I'm saying I'm saying to the person that like doesn't play sports is like in a hard hard place right now. Like how do you how do you give yeah. get, use that as a I award? would definitely I would definitely I would definitely suggest that they go watch it. You know what I mean? And then and then see it can it can really be comforting when you know you're not the only person going through difficult and tough times. And even people that we deem as celebrities and just high class people, they go through extremely difficult times. I was I remember watching them walk down that, that hall in the hospital and I'm like, dang, don't none of that money matter right now. You know what I'm saying? Like looking at him in the hospital, he was just drowsy eyed and like he had a high temperature and he was about to lose his life. Like don't none of that money matter now. Uh, so like everybody definitely has problems. You know what I mean? And we don't want to play that tit for tat game like you know my problems are worse than your problems type deal yeah everybody has problems you know what i mean and just quite honestly speaking somebody has it worse than you even the people who got it worse there's somebody going through something different that's that's bad man you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so you definitely don't want to play that that different tech game but people persevere people come through people come out of that stuff like just just thinking back on at on, on all the my instances in life and just all my difficult times and all my tough times, I've always I'm I'm okay. 
at the end of the day, like I'm okay. Job loss, house loss, car loss, relationship loss. You know what I'm saying? Like if I a fight loss, money loss, anything, bro. Like I, it, it's it's always ended up I being okay at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like like right now I'm on a podcast. I'm still standing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like I'm okay. And like it's, it's other people. Like I definitely know that that's dealing with some some serious stuff. Like dealing with cancer. And I talk to them on the phone, and they like, and are they still here? You know what I'm saying? Like uh, they've been raped. You know what I'm saying? They like I'm still here. I and mean, Lord knows, I definitely hate that this stuff didn't happen to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? God, I would never wish that on anybody. You know what I mean? But just to know that when it's all said and done you still here yeah you know what i mean you still here so yeah so my thing behind asking it was because like that shows a lot not to give up in those instances like like what's the center of not giving up in those hard moments and to persevere and push 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 and stay steady on making it through those things yeah then you gotta want it yeah, because then you got because then watching it, I was watching and he his interaction with his kids and and his wife. It was just he he was it felt like he was living in a world that he wasn't injured in his mind. Like he was he was determined. Like all right, I'm definitely gonna play again. But like you, You're right. you didn't see. Sense and that's of, what I'm saying. Like he he think he about to play. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like Alex is tripping. Yeah, you didn't see a sense yeah. of a sense of depression, a sense of doubt. Exactly. Nothing like he was exactly he was himself and calm and yeah and really that 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 drive may have been what helped him get back to the state he's in you know what i mean like sometimes like hope i i think i think that's really what it was like there was hope and i can still do this so i have to rehab and get back and then once people lose that hope that they're fighting for something or they're trying to get back to something that's when the fight is gone. You know what I'm saying? Like I think about Eric Berry and his and his cancer thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it was and and what got Eric Berry to recover the way that he did. And I, and I honestly believe it was the fact of him feeling like he can get back to the field. Like who goes through chemotherapy and then comes back and then is an all pro at that. You know what I mean? So so it, it, yeah. And then, and then I had hope too. You know what I'm saying? Like just going through my tough times. And I just always had a perspective like I'm like nah I'm gonna be great you know what I mean like I'm gonna do something awesome and I, I just always looked at it like that yeah go ahead did you hear the story of like what he really used to do while he was on chemo uh Eric Berry uh-uh so uh like uh-uh Icky Johnson the dude that uh he's a motivational speaker now and uh he uh made the hit and basically became paralyzed in his shoulder in his arm his whole right side mm-hmm. yeah I know Icky so yeah yeah he was telling them like uh, after Eric Berry found out about his cancer and went started going through uh, chemo, he would literally go through chemo and still go to the track and run like four um, hundreds. Like uh, I believe he was like ten four hundreds after chemo, and, and and would be on the track uh, crying and throwing up and like in severe pain, but still pushing through. Mm. And like what like that hearing moments like I that. I think that only yeah. What like what is what is pushing you and I and I honestly feel like it's hope. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like in his mind, like he like I he just sees the field in his head. You know what I mean. Like he sees himself running back out of that tunnel again. 
You know what I'm saying? Because like it, 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 he, he was already beating. So like getting back to normal life, like you know, like that was that was a realistic thing. But like to go hit that track ten times, bro. Like he, it's got to be something else. Like I, I got to get back on that field. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I. So let's yeah. so let's take it a step further. So so you saying hope? So let's say you pushing through that moment. You pushing through that mark. Pushing through that mark. And you got that ideal moment in your head of you hitting the field or you you pushing through getting to that job, getting back to your house or defeating cancer, right? What if uh-huh. what if like do you still take a win? I feel like I do personally before I ask the question. Do you still take a win of falling short of the goal that you had and still making it through that hard trial in time? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you still come out better. Like it, 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 Eric Berry, he, he still hits the track. He does all that stuff, and he doesn't make it back to the NFL. Like he's still strong, you know what I mean? And, and honestly, like his leg, you know, it didn't hurt his Achilles and anything like that. It still didn't work out. But Eric Berry still wins, you know what I mean? I think Eric Berry still gets into the Chiefs' uh, ring of honor. You know what I mean? Like life is about legacy and what what influence with the influence that you have what do you do with it and like how do you leave your mark so just outside of being a safety like some stuff uh um goes beyond the sport and i feel like that story especially goes beyond the sport because we definitely taking that story and just talking about just everyday life you know what i mean and just how applicable it is to everybody um and exceeding expectations and going for and, and and just doing something that's difficult, but still doing it. You know what I mean? And it all starts with that desire, just that want to. I feel like all goals, all all things achievable, all success starts with just the will, like just the desire to do it. Like it, it has it has to be something in you burning, man burning you know what i mean you, you know what I, I think i'm trying to change it from hope like hope is kind of like wishful like i hope they come over and give me something you know what i'm saying but when you won't but when you want it like desire like you kind of get up and you go get after it yourself there's a certain level of, of ambition that comes along with it you know what i mean so like it, it's 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 hope I'm, I'm trying to find the right word for it you know what i'm saying but it's it's got to it's got to be something in you that wants something so bad and it starts with there where everything it's the will yeah man it's that will it's that, that will it's that it's it's like this image you have in your head, you gotta see it. Like when people tell you to write out your plans and like see the vision, get it out on paper. Like before you even get it out on paper, it has to be a vision in your mind. You know what I mean? And it has to be something that you think about a lot consistently. You know what I mean? And then it, and then not just the thought, but it, it has to be in your heart because mm-hmm. that's where actions come from. Like the desires of your heart. Then comes actions. You know what I mean. People act upon things that's truly in them, in in they like in their heart. You know what I'm saying. So like you gotta, you gotta get that thing down in you, to to really pursue it. You know what I'm saying. Desire, will, hope. Yeah. So so, do you feel like will is something that can be coached and taught into a person, or? Are you just born with it, or is it a trait that you learn in adolescence? But I think about will a little bit different, though, too. Like, will is kind of like perseverance. Will is like perseverance. Like, 
when when this hard thing is on me, like I won't quit, like I won't give up. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is definitely a necessity, like definitely. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm talking about be- before all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you not giving up? You know what I'm saying? Like, will is not giving up, but like, why do you have so much willpower? You know what I mean? And I feel like mm-hmm. that's the thing that it starts with. You know what I'm saying? But what was the question? Say it again. I said, do you feel like will or perseverance to take it there? Do you feel like will and perseverance is something that can be like coached into a, a individual? Or do you feel like that's something that you are just born with and you just learn in adolescence? I feel like everything is, oh, I can't, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like perseverance can be taught for sure. Absolutely. Definitely. Now, but I don't, I, I don't feel like, yeah, I definitely feel like it, it can be taught. Uh, but a lot of times, it's taught through experiences. You know what I'm saying? Um, you never know how strong the spirit is until it's put to the test. So mm-hmm. somebody who doesn't persevere well and somebody who lacks willpower, I definitely feel like if you put them through enough situations and they want and they want to prevail and they want to get through these tough times, then going through those experiences and going through those tough times can definitely strengthen their endurance through the trials and the tribulations. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, for sure, for sure, I definitely feel like it's something to talk like. Probably not in a lecture, um, probably not in a speech, <laughs> but in yeah. life experience. But who knows? Some people, some people can listen, man. Some people can listen. So everybody don't have to go through experiences. Some people are wise enough and smart enough to listen to somebody else or see somebody else's story and like, I, I'm not gonna go through that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or, or I can look at somebody else's story and like, I'm not gonna give up that easy. And because I seen somebody else go through it, like I didn't have the will first, but I seen somebody else go through it, and and then it's time for me to go through it, and I'm I'm just not gonna do what I saw them do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel like it can be taught. It can be learned. Yeah. No, nah, man, I can say when they first showed his leg, I gave up for him. I didn't I didn't see yeah. a comeback. Yeah, bro. I still don't see no comeback. Please, Alex, just retire, bruh. Like the man leg still ain't regular. So answer me this. Answer me this. If he if he comes back, he ain't even got to complete a throw. He comes back and he plays a game. Does he go down in the Chiefs ring on it? The Chiefs ring girl, like you don't have to come back and play a game. Like he, nah, he's nah. he's done with the Chiefs, period. So nah. it, a game played or not, like yo, your legacy is left with the Chiefs, regardless. But go ahead, do what? So, uh, so you saying you saying he goes into the ring of honor eventually? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because if we're just talking about, because I don't want to disrespect the man again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, man, we gonna go, but, we gonna but, go here. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, now we you know said, but 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 ultimately speaking on the football field, Alex Smith uh didn't break the curse. And we, in Kansas City, we was going through a lot of hurt and at two and two or fourteen seasons, four and twelve seasons, and fifty years uh not winning the Super Bowl, and just and not even fifty years without winning the Super Bowl, we hadn't even won a home playoff game, and it was a mm-hmm. long, long time since we won a playoff game. So. You know, Alex definitely got us to the playoffs a lot, but he never really got us over that hump. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think people that go into the, the Chiefs ring, you know, the Chiefs ring of honor are definitely people who 
maybe got us over, you know, they got us over that hump, you know, uh-huh. but or just did something phenomenal. Alex Smith was very good, was very good. Uh, but I think it's it's really boring. Like if he gets in there, it's like okay, uh-huh. I get it. But if he doesn't, like yeah, okay, nah, I, I get it. I'm, nah, man, cut all the politics out. Is he going in? In your opinion, yes or no? I really don't know, bro. Like Alex Smith was like he what he wasn't like Priest Holmes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he came and shook up stuff. Like he was breaking records and everything like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like. uh Will Shields, Willie Rove, Derek Thomas, Tony Gazzola, like these people make sense. Travis Kelsey, of course, Pat Mahomes, like it makes sense for these people to make it. You know what I mean? Like Alex Smith is like, thank you for getting us through the playoffs. Like I appreciate that. You know what I mean? But it, I don't know if it was enough. I don't, so I don't know if it was enough. So Trent Green ain't going in either. He, I, he's borderline too. You know what I'm saying? But Trent Green was a <laughs> Trent Green was a part of like that that high power. What was that? 03 offense? Was that 03? Yep. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, they were they were special. You know what I'm saying? Now I don't necessarily know if Trent Green was the one that was doing all the magic and everything like that, but yeah, they were they were magical. Um ba- hey, based off that E60, man, I got Alex Smith going in the ring on him before Trent Green. If 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 it's if it's me doing it, yeah, yeah, and, and that's yeah. and that's and that's saying a lot because the, the Chiefs have went through got had some strong willed quarterbacks, man. Because before we got Trent Green, Trent Green had his knees taken out. Yeah, they were saying, yeah. saying he, he was in St. Louis, back. right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Like that's real. Football is a tough sport. I play football. I absolutely love football. Like the lessons that I learned from football alone, uh, just the idols I looked up to, a lot of them came from football. And like to this day, unintentionally, uh, I mimic a lot of football players and just the way they looked at life, their perspective. You know, lived. a lot of the lessons that I got was from a lot of the brothers on the football team. Um, um, it's it's really 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 a lot like that brotherhood, that camaraderie, uh, that definitely taught me how to work with a lot of different personalities yeah. and try to be successful with that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it I definitely taught me how to be courageous in the face of fear. I remember stepping on the football field and just being scared to tackle. You know what I mean? But like being determined like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be afraid the rest of my life. And and that has transitioned over into uh a lot of different types of stuff like so like a business endeavor. You like you I get fearful on a lot of different types of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like fear creeps in a, a lot of different times. You know what I'm saying? Uh but fear is just fear. You know what I'm saying? So having to work through that fear and still do what you're supposed to do. I think that's what courage is—to be afraid and still go forward. That's what courage is. So that—that's when I was allowed to start to build on my courage and strengthen the courage within me to, you know, to stand up even if I was afraid and walk forward. You know what I mean? So I definitely like that, man. Uh, planning, planning out game schemes uh, that you will face opposition in life and not mm-hmm. just to back down and, and expect a trophy for it. Like there, you will lose and it will hurt and how to cope and deal with loss in life. You know, like, like football really taught me a lot, man. It sounds like you had good coaches, man. You, hey, we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun on my episode that I got cooked up for uh, 
of course, of course, the game t- teaches you a lot of good. But I feel like I feel like once you get to a certain level, it don't give back. And we're gonna talk about that on another podcast. Dig mm. it, yeah, we can talk about that for sure, man. Uh, but yeah, Alex Smith. I don't know if he gets into the ring. I appreciate him, respect him. Uh, love everything they do. I don't know what he get in. Trent Green either. I don't know. But I do have another le- a different level of respect for the man. So listen. Sure. So listen. You telling me Phil Dawson gets in the ring honor? Phil Dawson? Uh, Dawson was our kicker, right? I, I don't know who he was. Whoever the quarterback was. Oh, Lynn Dawson. Lynn Dawson, yeah. He won a Super Bowl. What are you, what are you oh, talking man. about? It wasn't when you because, went, listen, it wasn't because of him that won the Super Bowl. He was just on, it was all because of him. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking? He called him Phil Dawson, Lynn Dawson, man. Hey, yeah, man. but no, but no, I feel you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was all because of Lynn and smoking a cigarette in the locker room at halftime. Like that's just that was just the game back then. But it was all on his shoulders, like, for sure. What you mean? Heck yeah. And Alex Smith and Trent Green were probably better than Lynn Dawson, like, physically. Like, if they, with the abilities that they have now that they played back then, they would probably destroy the league. You feel me? But, you know, back in that time, compared to what they knew, like, film and the training and all that stuff, like, smoking in the locker room, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, if they knew how to, if they knew how to stuff back then, what they know now, you know. He probably would have been a better uh, athletic specimen, but you know it's cool, man. It's cool. So yeah, Lynn Dawson definitely. Definitely. All right, man. All right, we 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 gonna get him a break, man. Yeah, for real. <laughs> nah, but yep. y'all go ahead, like, share, subscribe, comment, give us some feedback, and let let us know how y'all feel about perseverance. There's times y'all persevered and. Times y'all could have done better, something like that. Tell us when you did it, or tell us what's better, flats or or drums. <laughs> tell us that <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> you yeah. gotta persevere through the drum and the flat. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta persevere through that flat. So much work, it's so much time, bro. <laughs> you were trying to strengthen your endurance and your perseverance and will. All that dog on work trying to eat a piece of chicken. <laughs> God, I'm looking at my work the crab leg. Why is it so difficult? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, y'all. This has been this has been a fun podcast. This has been the More Than Podcast with your boy DJ and Corn Nelly Nail. All right, y'all. We out. <laughs>